Welcome to your Genius Podcast, the personal and professional development podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners. My mission is to help you accelerate your most valuable asset. This asset is you. I believe you have an inner greatness, a greatness which can be used to inspire your most ambitious lifestyle. That greatness is your genius, and I'm here to help you discover yours. I'm Kia, high-performance coach and lifestyle entrepreneur. I've been on a 12-year mission to find out what it takes to achieve lifestyle freedom. And now I'm here to help you do exactly the same. So get ready to dive in and start making more profits, earn back more time, and more importantly, start living that dream life you set out to achieve. All right, so we are now live. Um, so yeah, so if you've just joined us, then this is going to be on the podcast. So I've done this interview with Aaron now. It's going to be on the podcast, on your genius podcast. Now, the reason for this is because We'll get into into Aaron in just a bit, um, but if you do listen to the podcast, you know that it's about inspiring opportunity and growth, uh, and for everybody, and it doesn't matter what your age range is or anything like that. It's all about inspiring opportunity and growth and exploring the mindset, and it doesn't matter your age. And this is the thing: Aaron's just eighteen year old, and we're going to get into exploring his type of mindset and where he's at now because you know the the, the earlier you can get into creating yourself opportunities um and exploring your ambitions then that's beneficial for you and that's what we're going to go through so this is Aaron so Aaron is an 18 year old aspiring entrepreneur now Aaron has a very very unique mindset like a really unique mindset and this is why I want to share this with you because then you can kind of get into the mind of somebody like Aaron. Um, so Aaron, just just kind of give us an overview of who you are. Um, I see. I always struggle with these types of questions because it's like, who am I? Who I don't know how how sort of deep to go. But um, hello. First off, my name is Aaron. Um, I at the moment. I do quite a few things now that I've realised. Um, at the moment, I'm streaming and creating YouTube videos and stuff like that. But over the past few years, I've sort of worked with Kia. Um, we've had our own podcast and stuff like that. And we've, tried to, we've even dressed up as various different um, Christmas, Christmas characters. Christmas which was interesting. Yeah. How did that idea even come about? We just sat there and we were like, we'll dress up. <laughs> it was just to add entertainment wasn't it it was just to add some yeah. entertainment to the christmas period um yes i mean me and aaron met sort of well years ago when you were about 12 year old you aaron was were part of my youth development um groups at the gym i was used to athlete development he was part of that and then from there we just kind of grew a relationship uh but it came more business and, and entrepreneurship sort of orientated wasn't it uh, and this is why, you know, me and Aaron, we, we hook up every week and we have a conversation. Aaron's probably one of the, uh, my most favorite people to talk to because he's just, you know, we kind of get a little bit excited about things. And it's just, again, the way that he, he operates and the way that he thinks, it's really unique. And yeah, it's, it's, this, is where we, this is where we first met. It was at the gym. Yeah. At the, it's crazy to think, like, from all that time ago, we what that would be six or seven years ago now like that's for me I was just thinking about that the other day and I was like that's crazy how like how much time from that point was um but yeah that's pretty much go on so what I want to do I just want to jump into kind of just exploring where you're at now and what you're kind of doing but can I just ask you one question what does entrepreneurship mean to you like why are you so interested in entrepreneurship I'd say for me um uh, the the idea of entrepreneurship to me is like the idea of not having to do something because just to pay the bills or just to get by and stuff like that rather doing stuff because it's fun and like you want to do it um and I think entrepreneurship is like just the easiest way to get into that position like say if you have um for example if you make x amount if you make enough money to be able to cover all your expenses and stuff um from like a sort of a side job where you can just do that on the side and stuff like that and you really enjoy it or it's just one of those things which you end up doing and then your main job from that way you aren't then for you aren't therefore just boxed into doing this job because you have to pay the bills you have to get that money to come in 
in Valve, you can then be like, okay, so how do I actually want to spend my time? What job do am I interested in? What do I think would be fun? What do I want to experience? And stuff like that. And then go for that. Like sort of my idea of stuff, my idea in the future is for me to be able in a position where I can just pick whatever job I want to do based off of like interest, like not necessarily how much it pays, not necessarily how secure of a job it is, just something because I'm interested or it's just, it's an experience that I want to have. Um, so I'd probably say... No, no, sorry, you, you carry on. Yeah. I'm just going to say um, entrepreneurship overall for me is probably just about the freedom more than anything. So what kind of, what got you into this? I mean, like from my from my side of it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of knocking 40 now, right? And I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was until about four or five years ago. I had no idea. You know, from where I grew up, we didn't, there was nobody around who was in business or there was no one around who who was at that kind of different, I would say, level. You know, from where I grew up, it was, it was, a, it was a small town village. It was a st- all steelworks. So everybody used to just work. And you know, they would follow the 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 path of employment. They would buy houses. You know, they would have the the kids. They would retire. They would save retirement. They retire. That was the kind of way I grew up. And I never knew what I never understood business or entrepreneurship. So, how come at eighteen year old you discovered that? Like, what got what changed or what happened for you to get there? See, initially, I always put it down to like me stumbling upon entrepreneurship as sort of like an accident because it was sort of like. When we were in the gym training and stuff like that, I think it was coming to about the time which, because when I was sick, when because essentially, like when when I hit sixteen, from that point on, I went to train like sort of by myself or like going with my dad and stuff like that. And from there, I was like in the lead up towards when I was turning sixteen, I was like, okay, I want to like learn about this. I want to know more. And I think the first I was like podcasts are pretty cool. And I can just listen to those and just pick up on information. The first one that I came across was Phil Wernie's. And literally the first episode, I was like, I have no idea what this is, what this is about and stuff like that. So I, I was like, right, let's try and find another one. And then the next one that I stumbled on was the Body and the Beast podcast with Dan Meredith and Jamie Orderton, which wasn't really, it isn't really like sort of fitness related as such. But I remember listening to like one episode and just thinking, this is awesome I really like what this is about and I really like the people who are talking and stuff like that and I ended up just like listening to that like religiously just over and over and over and then Dan Meredith he talks about the idea of like of like he sort of mentioned the word entrepreneurship entrepreneur business owner and stuff like that and I was like hmm this is actually pretty interesting so then I ended up getting their books following them being then I joined Coffee with Dan the Facebook group and then from there was when I was just exposed to the world of entrepreneurship and like business owners and stuff like that which was just it was like see that i always put it down to an accident and it just ended up becoming this thing and now i'm like oh, and fair. as i read about yeah exactly but um but now like sort of as i as i've sort of got older and sort of learned more about it i'm like hmm i wonder how you could do this with that and then find like books on how to use that specific thing and stuff like that and how to sort of take it a little bit further and then from there it's just sort of snowballed into this thing where I'm just really interested in it and I'm like all right so how can I actually apply this to me like how can I make this a, a thing so how are you applying it to you at the minute then what kind of so you don't have a business yet okay that that's not what we're trying to kind of get through with this podcast to me entrepreneurship is a lot more than just having a business I think that is the kind of offset of it. Obviously, I mean, you know, that is a, is a big part of it, but it's the it's a character, it's the qualities that people possess, you know, the resourcefulness, the confidence, and all these kind of things. So what do you think you've developed so far? In fact, let's take that a step back. What was going through your mind at school? So what was going uh, through your mind before, like, before you kind of transitioned or start getting that insight to what was available, the opportunities, what was going through your mind at school? I think I sort of started reading a lot more and started to um, listen and understand entrepreneurship and really like sort of read, like learn about stuff like that towards the end of year 10, slash start of year 11. And sort of around that point, I was sort of like, I don't know, my, I'd always, like, see, when I was at school, I'd sort of felt not like I was, I was never like an outcast as such. Like I was, I was always like sort of, I don't know I I always like look look back and like think oh I was like the gray man who I just blended in 
and stuff like that. Like I had never really like stood out, I don't think anyway. But in my head, I was always just thinking, I was like, this is very odd. Like I don't feel as if like, I don't know, it just something didn't feel right. And like the way that I'd came to like certain conclusions was different to other certain people in the class. And I was like, hang on, we're, we're doing this different here. You're getting there so much quicker and stuff like that. And like, I'm just coming to this conclusion like a, like a little bit slower but in my own way and it makes sense to me but the way that you did it just didn't understand and then like and stuff like that and just felt like sort of a little bit weirded out by that and it was only when I started to like take notice of it and be like wow I actually think like I think about things a lot different to other people do um not just everyone in the class but everyone obviously thinks different but for me I was always thinking about stuff in like the context of entrepreneurship from around year 11-ish, like literally like when when this even translated through into college, when in a presentation, I decided to mention Gary Vaynerchuk instead of some footballer because I was more interested in, in him rather than football. Just that's just a thing. Um, but in school overall, like towards like year 11 was definitely the year in which I was just like, completely like out of it in a way like I was not out of it I mean that's probably not the best word to use when you're referring to school but sort of just not in the same frame of mind in a way Do you mean like that sort of you're not quite like building the connections up so what yeah like are you are you trying to kind of say you, you felt you were over here and then everybody else seemed to be doing like making this bridge but you weren't making that bridge yeah and it was like sort of towards the end of year 11 when everyone was like oh I'm going to college to do this then go on to uni to do this and then a lot of people had their like lives planned out and stuff like that and I'd just been exposed to this idea of being able to create your own life be able to do what you want and I was like holy like holy shit I've got so much freedom like the power is in my hands to do whatever I want and at that point I was like well what do I want because previously I had I felt as if my only options were sort of graphic design physiotherapist um so but then I, like the I, moment sorry i just jump in there just why you said that you said that the power was in your hands how did that make you feel a like, little what was, that, what was that moment where you just went hold on a minute like what was it can you explain that a bit more it was sort of like i don't know it wasn't like a, a sort of a realization moment but it was like everyone was like planning out that everyone seemed to have like the lives planned out and stuff like that from what I could see but in, on the inside I was sort of just like well I don't I don't know if I want to do this I don't know if I want to do that and I've heard about this thing called entrepreneurship and stuff and these people especially Dan Meredith he was like he's more or less created his own life created the people or at least a community of people who he's surrounded by and stuff like that and I was like well if he can do that surely I can do that at some point at some level and create what I want to do and then at this point it was sort of like it was cool but it was also a little bit overwhelming I think because initially I was like well I've got the power to do absolutely anything but I don't know what that anything is and that probably kicked off like a drive in which I was like I need to figure out exactly what I want to do and stuff like that um compared with like I don't know see with everyone having their lives planned out and knowing exactly which step, I felt as if I needed to follow suit and have exactly it planned out, even if I was going on a completely separate journey and a separate sort of thing. Even if I was doing something completely like different to what they were doing. Because we spent quite I a bit of time together, didn't we? We we done a bit of, um, like Aaron was doing some coaching with me. I, we always meet up, we, we hook up every week, but we went through a bit of a coaching period where I was coaching them through the high performance strategies. And you were very at the point where you were, I hope you don't mind the saying this, but you were very sort of, you, you didn't know what to do. It was just you had all these things and you were very stressed. And yeah. it was hard for you to kind of understand where you wanted to go with it. I think you were overloaded with information. I think that was one of the biggest things that I kind of got from working with you was that you just had all this information and you didn't know what to do with it. And I suppose that's kind of very much like what it is at school, isn't it? You know, you're getting, you're giving all this information thrown at you. And I, I like, I done very much what like you done. Well, my mindset was very much like yours, but I'd done the opposite. I rebelled and I just went and done just random stuff. You kind of went the opposite way and you've actually thought, well, hold on, I've got the power here. I can, I can control this. And that's quite, it's really kind of interesting, but it's the same fact that you get really overwhelmed with a lot of information. So what did you do to 
sort of dissect that a little bit and start to make yourself feel more relaxed, if that's the right word. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I was very much um, just like, I had so many ideas and so many ways I could do so many different things. And I was like, instead, in, like the way that I sort of like to think about it is like, I had so many ideas of which direction I could go, but I didn't know which first step to take. And stuff like that it was literally as if I was like just stood and I could walk in any direction but I didn't know where and instead of just instead of walking in the direction and being like actually I think I need to go this way I was just I just stood still but um one of the ways which sort of helped was just literally like I don't know why this, this seems so simple but like I was just like thinking about it and I was like okay so what do you want to do what do what could you see yourself what would you what would the dream look like and stuff like that um like what would you what could you see yourself doing and I was like you know what? I would like to go to university to not because to do psychology not because I want to become a psychologist or become like a psychiatrist or anything like that but rather just to experience it experience what university life is like what moving out and stuff is like as well as sort of going to lectures learning taking notes and having to like revise something like I'm really into like I, I'm a weird sort of I wish that I had I wish that I'd sort of like I'd looked forward to learning and revising and stuff as much as I do now um like back in school because I was like I would have just got amazing results but um why and I was like why do you think you like why why didn't you enjoy it then why do you enjoy it now I think I probably just I don't know I think it's also on some level I would say it's rather like it became a choice and it was like, okay, this is actually interesting. Um, like this is actually interesting when you get really into the specifics of it. It's like, okay, how can I make this fun? What is the most effective way I can do this and stuff like that? And I got really into productivity and it's like, okay, um, how can I essentially maximize my amount, the amount of time that I spend on something? And it was like sort of um, something within entrepreneurship is like the idea instead of, trading time for money or at least try and up the amount of money that you get per time so like get your increase the return like of return of investment sort of thing and I was like and that's really applied over to different stuff and I was like okay so what is the most effective way I can do this and essentially just that way it just expanded so many different horizons and I was like this is actually really fun when you get into it it's like learning stuff is it's it's hard don't get me wrong but it's actually really fun and really interesting and it's like the the stuff that I like to learn isn't just capped at sort of entrepreneurship and business and things like that. Like I, I'm like at the moment I'm reading like books about physics and stuff like that, not with the intention of becoming a physicist or anything like going down that career path, but just to have an understanding. It's just like I don't know. It's it's like a weird challenge, and I think that's probably why I'm look forward to it so much is the fact that I've sort of gamified it in a way, and in my head it's like okay, so if like I always run through this different thing, these different sort of things where it's like, if I can learn it and then how how would I explain it to like someone who has no prior knowledge of anything and sort of like, how can I create an analogy around it? Because I think analogizing just, it makes things a lot easier to understand. And like, that's my sort of game that I play. And I'm like, in my head, how can I put this? How can I take this very sort of complex thing and turn it into something which, just about anyone could understand although I don't really explain it that way because often I just end up forgetting the analogies but but in my head I make sense <laughs> of stuff that way but it's problem solving isn't it and I think that is one of the one of the biggest traits of of someone who goes in entrepreneurship it's about problem solving you know I think this is the like what I say is the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner people a lot of business owners just own a business because they just it's like an ownership thing Whereas entrepreneurship is different. You're trying to solve a problem. You're trying to be a problem solver. You're trying to figure out ways to solve, to help somebody else in life. You know, this is what entrepreneurs do. But it's doing it in a way that they understand it. And I think using the analogies, and I think what you find is a lot of people, especially in the marketing world, when people are trying to get the message across, is they use a lot of analogies. Um, they use different ways. They like, are very much visual, whereas I'll, I have to literally write something down to show somebody it in pictures and diagrams and things because... Mm. To me, it just makes so much more sense. And I think that's just a really good way of doing it because you're not just trying to learn it. You're trying to teach someone else it and solve a problem with it. 
So yeah. what, why did you go to, so just sorry, just back to the university, you said you wanted to go to for experience, which, you know, I think that's absolutely amazing, especially the fact you said experience, because it was nothing to do with the qualification. It was, I just want to go and experience, I need that experience, I want that experience. But why, why psychology? Why did you go and do psychology? Why not sport? Why not, you know, I don't know, IT or whatever it is. Why, why psychology? See, I think because sort of like last year, um, we, I decided to have a gap year mainly because like I'd applied for like weird courses in university and I was just really like I don't know I think at that point I was really struggling with what I wanted to do in the future it was like it was like I'd sort of come to the end of the end of the road and I was forced to go either way and I didn't know which way to go and I was just sort of like all right I'll, I'll just go this way but then ended up doing U-turn and going this way anyway but and I sort of like when I, when it came to start applying again and decide oh and decide whether I wanted to go to university again I was like oh sorry you go to university not university again I haven't been before and I just wrote down I was like right so what am I interested in what are my interests what do I really enjoy reading about and I just took a glance at like my bookshelves back there with all like all my books on and a lot of them are just around psychology around sort of like um marketing sort of neuroscience and stuff like that and that's what I like sort of read in terms of like articles online and I was sort of like, well, if that isn't obvious, then I don't know what is. And so I was just like, sort of like, I want to go around sort of the psychology, sociology, sort of marketing kind of way. And I just literally looked on the University of Leeds page and I was like, okay, psychology, what, what are the modules and stuff? And I remember looking at business market or it was like business something with marketing. And I looked at it and it was like, a couple of the modules I was like yeah that would be interesting but all the rest of them were like mm, that would be a little bit of a struggle but when I like when I clicked on psychology I was like looking at them all and I was like that's so interesting that's so interesting that's so interesting and all the ones which I was like actually that's not really interesting but all optional anyway and I was like if this isn't like sort of a dream course in which I'm sort of really interested in each of these like modules that you have to do and that you get to do then I don't know I don't know what is and I was just sort of like well, it's it's pretty obvious now that I'm going to uni to do psychology. Hi, this is Kia, just jumping in here. Uh, I'm just here to tell you something new and exciting. But first, let me ask you something. Do you want to create a freedom-focused business? Do you want to live a more purposeful, driven life? But are you unsure how to do any of this? Then let me tell you about my entrepreneurship expansion program. This is a 60-minute online course which I've created to help you design a freedom-focused business and identify what it is you really want from life. Here's the thing, most people think it's an intelligence game or a skills or an experience thing, but this is nonsense. Everything you need, you already have. But most people are paralyzed with self-limiting beliefs and fear of failing, which is why this course is also going to help you develop the confidence and resilience to be a true leader of your life and your business. You'll uncover your true superpower and start having some fun. You're also going to get free access for a limited time only to my Facebook support group. This will change to a paid subscription, but for anyone who gets in now, you're going to have free access for life. Just click the link in the show notes and you'll be taken straight to the page. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. So I think your mindset in that is the way you've the way you've made that decision is absolutely, I think it's amazing because like going back to school, it's always about the case of what do you want to do when you leave school? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And not actually, who do you want to be? Like, who do you want to be? Instead of, like, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? And the way you've done it, the way you've reframed that, you know, it's like, I want that experience. I want that experience to go and do something. And then it's, all right, I'm going to go to university. I want that experience to university. Okay, what am I going to do at university? And then you've looked at your bookshelf and what are the things am I interested in already? I mean, like you said at the beginning, you don't even know what you're going to do with the university degree. But it's something that you're interested in. You know, something like psychology, but it all links to business. It all links to, like you said, uh, human behavior, psychology, marketing. It's all linked into the same thing, which then obviously translates into entrepreneurship. But you've kind of figured that out yourself because you've had that time to maybe get to know what's going on in your mind, but not be sort of put in expectations or put through down a path of expectation. You've went and done your own path. And I think for anybody listening at a young age, at any age really, I think that's really inspiring to be, to do that because you've actually made your own decision based off your own interests and the opportunities that you know you can create in life. I think that is it's it's something amazing, especially an eighteen year old. 
I mean, someone who, like my age, took me to the age of flipping, what, 35 to actually figure that out. You figured this out at 18-year-old, 9-year-old. Now you're 19 now, aren't you? Um, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just I just turned nineteen in February, and literally the a couple of weeks ago. Honestly, I just keep, I forgot it was my birthday. I was like, that's crazy. So I, I want to bring you something now. Tell because this we had, we had a conversation about this. Um, it was I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and I wrote it down because I wanted you to speak about, it, especially on the podcast and in this live. Tell us about that teacher. You, you mentioned a teacher who really just sort of changed your mindset. Now I think this is really critical because. I never had that at school. I never had that teacher at school who just changed things for me and just gave me that different perspective. Like, I'm not going to how what my school was like. It was absolutely horrendous. It was it really was horrendous. I probably spent more, most of my time playing the neck um, and actually being there. But you had that teacher, which, you know, a lot of people do have where they've really inspired them in some way. So can you just tell us a little bit about that? So it's, yeah, so he was my maths teacher. I was just, I don't know why I looked at my wall there, but anyway. Um... So he was my maths teacher. I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, hang on. I, was like, I don't know why I seen him. I seen something in the corner of my eye. And it must have just been my own reflection. But anyway, so he was my maths teacher. His name was Mr. Ray. Um, and literally, like, it was Mr. just one Ray. thing that he, Yeah, Mr. Ray. And it was like when we were like arrived, when we were doing maths and stuff like that, and you had like this equation that you need to solve, he'd sort of like, he'd come around and like talk to you talk to each like individual student about sort of like the work and stuff like that and like how they were getting on with like the worksheets and the maths and like all the different questions and um I remember he came out like he was over me and he was just sort of like talking to me about like the problems and stuff like that and was like seeing how I did it and like me so this this turned into a conversation between me him and the person sat next to us my friend and my friend did it in a very like quick way because he was just like he was like somehow like just really good at mental maths and was just like he just arrived at the conclusions like that whereas like I worked stuff out and I was like on paper and sort of just visualized it and so like I don't know how to explain it but my way of working it out was different and I remember my maths teacher just turning around and going if that works for you by all means keep doing that keep doing it things your way just because sort of like he has a different way to you doesn't mean that you are both wrong it just means you both have different ways of coming to the answer and from there I was just like I don't know it took us a while like I only really started to like reflect on on that like a, like probably a couple of months ago even um and actually realize that that's a like that's just a, a very powerful thing and it's probably why I wasn't I didn't feel as if I had to do stuff a certain way because what you no. did say was that, like, the pressure that you got off of the teachers was you had to do it this way. You had to do it this way. You didn't, you know, you had to do it a certain way. But he he switched that and says, well, you know, yes, your way was kind of super long. Maybe it's not the best way. But you've done it. And he, let, yeah. he allowed you freedom to do it your own way. Yeah. Whereas, like, sort of a lot of teachers, um, which I imagine actually thinking about it's probably due to the subject, but still it was very like this structured where it's like, do this, this lesson, do that, and then you do this, and then you get that's your answer, and that's what that, and then you need to write things out in this way rather than like writing things out in, in a way that made sense in your head. Like a lot of the structures in which we would have to use to write with in English and stuff like that, it just in my head, it just didn't seem to make sense at the time, and it just didn't seem to click. And I was like, well, that doesn't, like, I can't really link these two paragraphs together. I can't really link these two points. And that was just a lot of, it was just very confusing and stuff like that. Um, whereas in maths, it was just like, that's your own way, do it your way and stuff like that. But then eventually, by the end of sort of the, the year and stuff like that, I'd end up arriving at the same way as a lot of other people did. Um, just because I found that to be a little bit more effective and it's sort of like, oh, instead of doing that that way, I can do that that way. And it actually works a little bit better and it's not too much harder and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that, especially the way you teach your approach, I think that's really powerful. But again, it's it's that, again, if we go back to entrepreneurship, everyone thinks entrepreneurship is, is like, I, I wouldn't say that I was a natural entrepreneur in terms of I didn't have like a lemon. <laughs> When I was sort of five year old, I didn't make it into lemonade and sell loads of glasses of lemonade. Made a huge profit, which I think a lot of people think that's for. But it's the it's the, it's the ability, the, the the qualities that people possess. Your teachers possessed some form of qualities of that of that kind. Of, you know, he was like a role model. He was he was trying to kind of push you in a way to 
figure it out yourself, but allowing you that freedom to do it yourself. And I think that is it's so powerful from a for any anybody who is 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 like a role model, anybody else in life, especially if you've got kids. Um, I mean, the minute I'm reading this book by, I don't, I think you've got it. It's the How to Raise Entrepreneurial Kids by Daniel Priestley and Jody Cook. Have you read that yet, Aaron? Well, you were getting uh, away. No, not yet. No, it's on my it's on my reading list, and I'm sort of uh, it's I'm getting I'm working through the evergreen to be read list, but it's definitely up there. And again, it's 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 not about building a business; it's about raising your kids with the qualities of of an entrepreneur, or how to be resourceful, how to kind of problem solve, how to figure things out yourself, and understanding that you know, failure is actually necessary. You're not thinking, you know, if you if you fail on your exams, it's like, oh, no, the world's over. I mean, how many kids are stressed out when they come to doing their exams? I mean, I don't know how you felt with your exams, but for me, I just, I didn't care because I, I didn't want to. I didn't care about it. I mean, how did you feel about your exams? Um, In a way, I just didn't really, like, I don't know. I, I never really felt motivated to revise for any of them other than PE because that was what I was really interested in like I was like the theory of PE I found so fascinating um especially like the sort of the second paper where it was talking about like socio-economic impacts of sport and stuff like that or socio-economic barriers to sport barriers to participation and stuff like that but that was what I was really interested in so literally that that was the only subject that I'd revise and that's ended up actually one of being my lowest grades but we won't talk about that because that was odd but like that was the only thing that I'd revised because I was motivated to and I was really interested in it. Whereas all the other stuff was just sort of like I, I never really, I, I'd never really sort of seen an interest in it. Yeah, I like, mean, I mean, for me, I think, like again, opinion, just my opinion, that things like showing people, showing kids how to be more resourceful, showing kids how to, you know, be more confident, that should be things that are core subjects. I believe personally. Uh, you know, I mean, things like PE as well, because it's it's your health, isn't it? Uh, but these are yeah. things that aren't really encouraged. It's more about the skills as opposed to the development of the person. And I think, you know, again, bringing from your side of it, you everything you're talking about is about your development. It's not about what skills you've got, how intelligent you are, um, mm. how good you are. It's about all the development that you're doing. And that, that is a big part of it. And that's like the hidden secret, isn't it? It's like the hidden secret. It's about the development of the person as opposed to, you know, the skills that you can acquire, the intelligence, your IQ, whatever. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it certainly p- it pays dividends to like to to just follow like focus on the journey rather than the outcome and stuff like that. And rather than just being like, oh, I want to become smart, I want to become this, I want to become that. Rather, just work on like find the bit in the middle and which takes you up to that point or which will make you smarter or make you <clears throat> um, more money or whatever. And stuff like that and focus on that little bit and because in within doing that you just get like if you can t- find a way to make it fun and just enjoy it then just i would just hold on to that and just keep on doing it and just keep on doing it regardless of of what like you um what outcome and stuff you have because you're just like you're just developing yourself like you're developing all these different skills you're pursuing your interests and stuff like that and a lot of the time that in itself is just really good to do it's just really exciting i, I like your, your, your thought process on the enjoyment side of it but i just want to swing your attention now to comfort zones okay comfort zones because you've got to get uncomfortable don't you you've got to you've got to be yeah. uncomfortable to progress in life so aaron what was your biggest most scariest thing that you have done to date undoubtedly going down to birmingham Berman, like so there was a an event called body power which was on which was sort of like a big fitness event how old were you um, then i think i was 16 16 or seven yeah I, I was either 16 or 17 i think hang on this was in 2018 um either way we'll say 16 or 17 but like we went i essentially just got the train down to birmingham stayed over in the premier inn and just went to um this event called body power and from there it was like a lot of the people who had followed online and stuff like that and a lot of people who had sort of learned from like the um martin mcdonald um actually i would now that i'm thinking about it this probably isn't the the scariest thing but it's probably the thing that set me out on the trajectory to go on and do the next thing 
Um, but anyway, that was pretty scary. Like definitely just to go there by myself and stuff like that. It was it was a very big step out of my comfort zone for definitely. So you were 17 year old. You went to was where's the first stop? Birmingham or London? So it was Birmingham, and then the so wait, yes, so that actually works out. So when I was 16, I went to Birmingham, and then when I was 17, yeah. And then when I was 17, um, I went all the way down to London to go to another event called Expert Empires where Dan Meredith was speaking. And what was absolutely mind-blowing was the fact that during the first day, I was sat next to next to Jamie Alderton, the person who, like, if you remember back to what I was mentioning about the Body and the Beast podcast, Jamie Alderton was the co-host on it and Dan Meredith was the person on the stage talking at this event. And then afterwards, he came up to talk to Jamie and seen me and he actually like recognized me. And from that point, like that's when it got like it was just like a weird on a whole new level. And then I think probably the scariest thing that I did was go and stay into the go and sit in the bar with them after afterwards, like sort of would um, after like the event and stuff like that and sit with a lot of people from within Coffee with Dan and stuff like that rather than just going back to my room because i think it's maybe a lot of people don't understand the i'll try to think of the words the um actual what's the word like for like for you looking at these people i mean you were 16 year old you know dan's just turned 40 i think jamie's in his 30s but these guys are really successful like these guys are you know these guys are the, the, the big entrepreneurs they're good at what they do uh, they're really successful. So for my, my, my and Aaron's world, you know, with the kind of the, the, the celebrity status really, aren't there? I mean, you think yeah. about the offering of celebrity status, so it's, for you, that is quite intimidating to sit yeah, in the bar with grown men who are really successful, but who you really look up to. I mean, that, well, how did that make you feel? Undoubtedly, I was starstruck, like an insane amount. But then it was also afterwards like after we'd like sat in the bar and stuff like that and after we'd went I was just sort of like I remember getting back to the hotel and just lying and lying in my bed and just thinking I was like this is crazy but this isn't the craziest that things are gonna get in my head I was just sort of like thinking that way I was like if this is what I'm doing now then this can only lead to things like developing further and I was like because I remember like I was thinking back and like when I was just lying there because there was absolutely no way I was going to sleep instantly it was just like my mind was absolutely racing like I was still like quite like up on adrenaline and stuff like that and um yeah but like in my bed I was thinking I was like so Birmingham happened and that snowboarded into London then I was like London what's this what is this going to become like how how is this going to become like even sort of further and how can I then go a little bit further and like just push myself out even more which then um the next big step which I'm all close to taking well I was close to taking was the International Fitness Summit in Portugal in August which is in which was in Portugal I just realized I said it um, and so that was going to be another big step yeah but lockdown stopped that so hopefully I can manage to get away to Portugal in August for the event because there's actually quite a lot of speakers there um, although I'm not really sort of into this, like the fitness sort of personal training space and stuff like that, like that, I'm not really that as interested as I was in that. It still would be very interesting to go. And like a couple of other speakers who have been announced are really interesting and who are people who I just follow anyway, which would be cool. And like from that point, going all the way to Portugal to like go to an event, I think that's going to be the big step. So let, let's just touch back on onto what you were saying before when you went to London or uh, Birmingham. Okay. Just let's go back to confidence. Do you think going to London and Birmingham, doing these events, you know, having a drink with Dan and, and Jamie and these kind of things, what did that do to your confidence? Oh, absolutely. It just wrote like I, it, I'd probably say it skyrocketed because a lot of the time I would I would never sort of like I'd hate the idea of going to like even the Metro Centre, which is like a local shopping centre around here. Um, I would hate the idea of going there by myself and stuff like that. But like after I'd returned, I was like, well, if I need something, I'm just going to go through and get it. I'm just going to do it and just literally go through. Like instead of like relying on being like, oh, one of my friends, do you like come to the Metro with us to do this, to come to the Metro to do that. Rather, I just afterwards, it was a sort of a case of 
if I want to do it, I'll just do it. And if someone wants to come with us, then fair enough. But I'm not going to wait around for other people to to be able to essentially allow me to go off and do something. Yeah, so th- I think I talk a lot about confidence because it's, it's it's most people struggle with confidence. You know, absolutely struggle with confidence, and especially when you're if you are in business, you've got to put yourself out there, and you have to do the things necessary to progress your business, and that does require being vulnerable and confidence is absolutely huge and it's absolutely debilitating when it affects you and it is just stepping outside your comfort zone isn't it and but it's you know whether you go and jump on a train to london i mean for myself i've done it in 2018 the same year as you've done it i've never been to london i've been outside of probably newcastle by myself and i went to london it was the same year you've done it and to me that was absolutely game changing it was just it, it was just like wow i didn't even know like this was just different it was inspiring but at the same time, it was really scary. But then once mm. you do it, that confidence develops, but that you start to be more inspired as opposed to, you know, you, you, at first you're scared and then you get that, ah, actually, this isn't too bad. And then you get that, wow, I feel really good inside. But then that becomes into inspiration, doesn't it? Like, like yeah. when I went to London the first time, I was really scared. I know that sounds kind of really bad as a 35-year-old going to London. Uh, but I was, I was nervous because I hadn't done it before. But then when I'd done it, I felt that wasn't too bad and I felt really good about it. But then the people who I was with when I was down there become really inspiring. Every month when I went to London after that, I was excited. I, I couldn't wait to get on the train, get down to London because of how it made us feel. And when I was there, I was inspired. And this is the thing, like environment, it's changing your environment and being around people who, who were, you know, that little bit ahead of you or maybe in the same wavelength that do inspire you to kind of think, do you know what? I'm not intimidated by that. I'm actually inspired by that. You know, I mean, you could quite easily sit with Dan and Jamie and go, that's never going to happen. Like, I'm never going to mm-hmm. get that kind of level. But you haven't. You went, do you know what? This is exciting. Like, I could get yeah. Like, my life could absolutely just change. And it was like something that Jamie literally said to me. It was like, I could, like, from at that point where we were sat there, I was like, I could go out into the street, murder someone, do a life, do not a life sentence, like, do 10 years in jail. And still come out on a level playing field with what with when Jamie started and stuff like that in terms of like sort of how much time I had just to develop and do stuff. And from that moment, I was like, hold on. So if I've got like, so if he didn't, if he's got to the position where he's at, ten from ten years from like my current like from my age at the time, I was just like, so just just explain that, Aaron. Explain that a little bit. I got what you said, but I just think anyone listening might be like killing people 10 years in jail. Eh? What are you talking about? Oh, so just, a century ago. explain that a little bit? So it was like... Jamie's, what, 36, something like that? Yeah, something around that. But he, I don't think he... He didn't get started until he was around 20... I think it must have been like 27, 28, around that sort of time, or even 26, 27. And he was saying, like, I could go out and just commit some crime kill someone for example that was that was the example just to make it more yeah i could i could do this go go to prison do 10 years in prison come out after the 10 years so at this point i would be 26 27 then then i would be on a level playing field with when jamie alderton this person who i've always like sort of who i looked up to as like an inspiration who's at this big level i could then I was then on a level playing field with him in terms of the amount of time that I would take, that amount of time, like, of sorry, the age in which we both started our own, like, sort of things. Yeah, I think which, it's... Because it I remember when we were first coaching, well, saying it wasn't when we were first coaching, but we went into the into the depths of coaching. It was when you were at that point where you were really overwhelmed and you were trying to do everything. That's what we kind of said then, wasn't it? It was like, look, you're 18-year-old. Like, you have got all this time in front of you enjoy it enjoy your time but have those aspirations have those dreams and ambitions mm-hmm. but enjoy the time that you're at and develop and like you're saying you you're like 19 year old and you're on the same w- wavelength as me and i'm nearly 40 again i didn't actually start changing my life until i was 26 and even then i was probably still very fixed-minded when i was 26 it was just the beginning um you know, i went to university and these types of things but and i opened my business even when i opened my business my first business i was still very fixed minded in the way that I thought, you know. So you have literally all of these this time to develop, haven't you? And I think anybody yeah. listening now who is maybe at the same age as you, 
Um, or any age, really. You know, it's it's not a race. It's just a case of, yeah, do you know, I can I could do anything, and I can start at any time. Well, the sooner the better. But if you're at a young age, you don't have to worry about having everything right straight away. If you're at an older age, you know, you don't have to worry about the things that you haven't got. It's just developing it from there, isn't it? Yeah, I think one of the advantages with sort of with being at a young age and stuff like that. Although it, I don't know, I wouldn't class it as an advantage because a lot of the time, when you're at, like, I remember feeling this way when I was sort of like a, probably a year or two back, where it was like, I've got this time and it's like, right, how can I make this most useful? So then I can do, I have to do this, I have to do that in this sort of way and do it like now, rather than realizing being like, hang on, I can just, I can easily just spend 10 years of my life or like and literally an entire decade just experiencing stuff just going doing stuff purely because i'm interested in it um and working different jobs just because one to either get money in to then afford to do things um or two get a job just because i'm interested in it and i'm like all right this would be cool to experience for a year or two and then go on to the different things rather than looking at it and being like this tent like i don't know how to explain it but the moment that you just start to think of things in a way in which it's like like when you start to think of things in sort of an experience way, what do I get from it in terms of like, what will I learn and stuff like that, rather than will this get me closer to this? Will it get me closer to this idea of what I think it is to be happy? People undervalue the story, their own story, their own experience. People undervalue that and think that, you know, um, well, I've done this for like 20 years. What a waste of time. No, because develop the person that you are experiences again it's not about the skills that you've got it's about the experiences you can gain like i've invested like so much money into like mentorship and coaches and all these different things and you could kind of argue, well, it's just been a waste of money because it hasn't got you to x y or z it's like no it's not a waste of money because it's the experiences that i've got it's all these things that i've developed it's the things that i've learned it's you no know, even working in a factory for nine years which was absolutely kind of torturous I don't regret any of it because that developed the person who I am today, going to university, doing, you know, starting your own business and struggling in that and then doing other things. And all these things develop the person that you are. And I think what you are saying there is it's, it's amazing. Going back to that university, I want the experience. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you do. It doesn't matter the job that you do in between. It's like, ah, you know, I mean, for a job perspective, you're working. What are you doing at the minute? So at the moment, I work in a pub um, as a front of house, as sort of like the floor staff where I just take orders and stuff like that. But it's actually really like, really cool. But how much experience have you got from that? Like, like you know, what, oh. like, using that job, how has that developed you as a person? What skills has that developed in you? It's the sort of confidence and going and, and approaching people and sort of like a little game that I'd like to sort of like play it in my head. I was like, okay, so what choice of words could I use here to make the customer feel a little bit more comfortable? like in this place and have a little bit of a better time and stuff like that and then it was just like it was just from there like a lot of experience where it was just putting the customer first and realizing how can I make they're here for this reason how can I make that reason a little bit better and when they walk away how can I leave sort of like a lasting impression in a way and it was just like different things and like working out what okay so people like this or certain people like this or when you do like when you sort of like laugh this way and stuff like that and sort of it, it's it's weird when I'm sort of talking about it but in my head it makes sense it, no it makes absolute sense because there's two ways you could approach that you could approach it in a way like let's say you hate your job I hate this job it's me and I, I hate being here and the customers are always twisting and blah 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 and you, or you could go how can I make that person's day better how can I make that customer feel absolutely special, give them a really good experience and let them go home with a smile. It's going to change your mindset for a start, isn't it? It's going to make you feel better. It's going to, you're going to actually step up to the plate and make them feel better. All of a sudden you forget about all the things you hate about your job because you're making it about somebody else. And I think that is a big takeaway for a lot of people is to understand it. Stop looking internally and look externally and stop making it about somebody else. You know, if you have got a business, it's like, don't worry about your own insecurities. Think about somebody else. How can you help somebody else? How can you translate? How can you make that day better for them? Because inside of you, it makes it different. Yeah, absolutely. Like the moment that you put something in the point of view where it's like, how can I, how can I, what can I do, sorry, 
to help this person or to make this person's day a little bit better it just instantly it takes you out of your own head and out of the world of your own problems which although like you might have it doesn't solve any of your problems and stuff like that but once you do this sort of thing for someone else you may you walk away with just like a a better feeling about yourself and i'd probably say i'm so i'm probably confident at work because of this feeling and it's like i can walk around and just like like engage with all the customers and stuff like that and just talk to them about absolutely anything just because i have like i love being on the like i, I always just think it was like what what is my idea of like what a good service is and stuff like that and i always try to like replicate that but on the other side and sort of like talking and um, very like sort of smiley and just happy upbeat and it's like the moment that you're like i don't know what it's taught me about just with people in general is just be enthusiastic be interested rather than if you're just stood there being like yeah yeah rather if you're like yeah like that's absolutely amazing like yeah cool so and then just ask questions be curious like don't just the these are people that you're dealing with like they aren't just like they aren't just like little numbers on a screen and little numbers that just come passing through the doors stuff like that the real people just talk to them like that's all I, 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 I absolutely love your mindset i really do i just they, you know, <laughs> Not even people your age, people, any anybody can just be inspired by what you're just saying right now. Like really, because it, it's it's a it's a total opposite way of of thinking, and it it's just so inspiring. I think See, for an I eight think, year old, nine year old, that's a, it's 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 unknown. Well, it's probably not unknown, but it's rare. Um, mm. You know, just amazing. But I think also like one thing just to touch on that is like for me this just seems like common sense. But what I've learned recently is sort of like what for me seems like common sense might seem absolutely like game changing and being like, wow, that's so interesting for other people. And like I don't know, a lot of the time I'd be a little bit frustrated in my own head when certain people wouldn't or like when I'd see people doing things like in a different way or doing things in a way in which it isn't like that or exactly. isn't like customer oriented. And that for me because i was the opposite of you like what you're saying is why don't people just do like for me i had a lot of internal issues like confidence and these types of things so it's it's quite hard to express i think it's it's hard to express yourself when you feel like that especially if you've done it for years and years if you kind of gone through years and years with really bad confidence issues um it kind of eats you up inside and then you find it hard to express sort of like gratitude and things to other people um mm. It's hard to explain. I suppose it's really hard to explain. Uh, but the order you get, the harder it gets to break. I mean, these are things that I've worked really hard to try to break. Um, and getting better at it, certainly getting better at it, but like practicing gratitude and these types of things really does help. This is why, like, for me, personal development is massive. Massive for everybody, I think, especially at a young age. But you saw at your age, you know, what you absorb and what you take in is so far much easier than what it is at my age. Yeah. Again, like, Generate what's common sense to you, it means that you just need that little bit of a just a little bit of a we'll just go in this direction, Aaron. And then you're like, oh wow, there's loads of opportunities around here and great. But then the further you kind of get turned that way into the negativity and all these type of things, you go and you get fixated in your brain and it gets more fixed and more fixed as you kind of get older. And it's harder yeah. to break, it's possible to break. You know, I'm kind of probably living proof of that, but it is difficult to break. Uh, yeah to kind of give you an insight to like what you're saying i don't understand how anyone could be like that whereas i can say well i can understand that because that's who I, I used to be and it's yeah it is, it's it, but this is why i wanted to bring you onto this today because it's two completely different mindsets two different ages but still going in the same direction yeah but i was just yeah so what i was saying about that is a sort of like the I completely I've just lost my train of thought for some reason there. It just went. Sorry, I completely interrupted you there, didn't I? No, it's all right. I was literally I just I thought of something and then I just it just went. It just went for some reason. So tell us and what is your big one of your biggest challenges right now? Um I'd say probably my biggest challenge right now is just getting stuff done, just putting stuff into motion. It's like now I have this idea of what I want to do and now I'm just sort of like experiencing stuff and it's like, okay, working out what I want to, like what I want to do, Um, which at the moment it's sort of like YouTube is a big thing, which I'm sort of really interested in. And so it's just 
getting stuff done for that because it's a very it's very different like to come up with a video idea to then write it out and being like okay i can talk about this and the structure it and stuff like that that's probably my biggest challenge at the moment just getting stuff done one of the things that i want to do in time is is develop is to create some form of youth program that's that's one of my biggest sort of ambitions is to create some form of youth program um, that's why I kind of I love working with you because I get such deep insights to someone your age. Um, but if you could, if you could say somebody maybe I don't know maybe sort of younger than you, you know, like your nineteen year old. Again, we always talk about you know helping people who's a few steps behind you as opposed to trying to know everything. I think this is a big thing, isn't it? It's not trying to know everything and say, okay, this is where I'm at. I used to be here, so I'm here. This is where I used to be, so I can help these people. Because I've kind of made it here, so I can help these people move up, and that that's kind of a liberating feeling. So, what what would you what advice would you give now? So you're here to somebody down here. So maybe it could be any age, but let's just say it's sort of anyone between the ages of I don't know, fourteen to where you're at now. What kind of advice would you give them? I'd say, are we talking like one piece or like a couple of? Three pieces of wisdom, Aaron. So if you could give somebody your age or younger three pieces of wisdom, what would that be? I'd say... Imagine you're... Number one. I'd say number one, just be enthusiastic about stuff. Like the moment that you can like, like turn something into an activity which you enjoy or turn something into a game which you are like just so excited to play and something like the way that you can like the moment that you can turn things into a completely different direction and you can look at the things that you absolutely love about what you do or what you get to do then the easier it becomes because the moment that you can turn something into that mode of where it's like it just feels like you're playing a game or something like that it's just when things get infinitely easier to do um and then I think probably the second piece would just be curious, just ask ask questions and also have a stab at the dark and trying to answer them and then just Google it. Like literally, like I have like a, a list now of just different questions that I'm just curious about with things which I pick up on. And it's like one of which in my on my list, which I still need to answer is like, just why is the sky blue? And it's just like something like that. I, do, I don't know why, but it's just for me, I just seem so interesting. The moment that you start to ask questions about stuff that's happening the better it's like and a lot of time that translated over into me asking myself sort of how can I do this a little bit better how can I make this easier for other people to go and do it and like how can I make life for future Aaron a little bit easier now and stuff like that and the moment that you just ask questions it just gives you a way in which you understand what you get to do if that makes sense like sort of an example of what I did, I did this like, oh, that's Alexa going off for some reason. But um, like I literally did this yesterday and it was like, it's sort of like a, a little motivation hack. And it's like, would make, would future Aaron rather you do this now or do this later or do this in the morning and stuff like that? And that always gets me because it's like, if I can make my own life easier in the future, I'm just going to do it. I may as well just do it now. And it's like, it just saves so much time and stuff like that and it's like that's a little trick that I use to get myself going with stuff um so we've got be enthusiastic be curious and then I would just say for the third one just try stuff just don't be scared to do stuff because of what other people might think and what other people might say about it and stuff like that um I think a lot of the time I probably hindered myself or like pulled back pulled myself back or held myself back even because of what I thought people from school might think from people from college might think about what I'm doing and stuff like that but then they like you shouldn't really pay attention to that because realistically like they're they're not you and to be fair to be like to be honest a lot of the time they don't they either don't care or they actually watch what you're doing and are inspired by it and it's like a lot of the time I'll get like a text or something or someone when I'm talking to a friend or someone at work about things they'll turn around and be like that's actually a really good way of thinking about things and that's a really good way of doing that and it's like that's really inspiring how you just did that and a lot of the time I'll immediately think that they're just like like when you always go off into the back front and go defensive and it's like oh they're they're, they're having me on they're having a joke and stuff like that or they're just or they all you immediately run this process of trying to read other people's minds 
and understand what they think. But like some, oh, this was like, I don't know why, but this correlate, this rounds it off perfectly. But I got told this quote was like, other people, like other people are allowed to think what they want. You're allowed to think what you want, but you shouldn't really care in a way. Um, like all your, like someone was explaining to us and like, you're developing your skills and doing this, this and this, and you're enjoying it. So why should you let what other, what someone thinks who isn't even your necessarily your, like one of your types of people? who you've just ended up with a chance encounter because you went to the same school, you went to the same college, you've bumped into each other at a party or whatever. And you're gonna, you're willing to let that that one person stop you from doing what what you really enjoy or stop you from exploring what you enjoy. It just, for me, when, when, I, like, when someone said that to me, I was like, actually, I am being a little bit ridiculous in a sense that I'm sort of, this one person, when I see them seeing my post or seeing them on the on the um, Twitch stream or something like that, or when I see them sort of active and like looking at my post and stuff like that, I'll, I immediately just stop and think now, I'm like, that's all right. They can, they can look all they want. They can, they can read the post. They can do whatever with it, but it's not necessarily aimed at them. It's not for them. If they want to read it, go ahead. But if not, I don't care. That's the way that I sort of think about it now. Nice. So we've got enthusiastic, curious, and just try something. Yeah, like, just give stuff a go. Think. Amazing Absolutely. advice. Absolutely amazing advice. I've got one final question for you, Aaron. Right. This podcast is all about freedom. Yeah, this is what I want to inspire with everybody. Freedom is different for everybody. Um, you know, again, it's nothing, and you should have all the money in the world. You should be doing all this. You should be doing all that. Freedom is what is specific to any individual. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom for me, I think I touched on it at the very start, but it was like this idea of not having to do stuff because you feel as if you have to, not, be, not do that because you have to pay the bills and stuff like that, but rather just do stuff for fun like do stuff which you want to do like if you my idea was like I was really working on um sort of the like channel like branding like primal branding components and stuff like that and one of the values was like freedom and or sorry one of the things is like to get to be happier healthier and more productive and I like worked out each one of these and it's sort of like happier and sort of for me is having the freedom to do what I enjoy um I feel as if I was just going around in a cycle there but yeah so more or less just literally do stuff because you enjoy it not because you have to do it not because it's like a, a responsibility that you have now and just rather just have fun that's that's like that's my freedom it's like more or less like I think the more fun that you can it's like oh someone dropped like this amazing quote the other day it was like the like the result or the aim of productivity is to be able to have more fun and like for some reason that really resonated with me and I was like that actually does make sense because if I can get stuff done in the morning and be really productive then on the evening just do stuff which I'm just absolutely like love like which are like just passion passion related then it's no better feeling than yeah if you can get up in the morning and do work that you enjoy it's not work it's like it's, it's really yeah. not I mean, or you could you could call this podcast work, couldn't you? You could say, well, yeah, you go, you're doing a podcast for work. Is it work? Does it feel like work to you? Mm. It feel like work to me. It's like I think that's like the that's the good spot to hit when you can wake up each morning just absolutely like elated the fact that you get to go and do this, you get to go and do this. Like that's like probably the best feeling you can ever sort of have. Absolutely is, but it takes courage to change. It takes courage. Absolutely. To takes courage to you know i think a lot of people can look and say yeah you just on a podcast but it's actually very hard to do a podcast it's very come on very hard to come on as a guest on podcast it's very hard to put a post on social it's very hard to do all these types of things it's hard to go to birmingham go to london and sit in the in, a, in the foyer with successful people by yourself all these things are really difficult they're hard but you've just got to take a little action you know and it is just little things and thinking outside the box like for you going to, to london and birmingham was a courageous step that could that little act of courage could actually transform your life you know you've built some relationships relationships up with some really successful guys you've overcome your your, your fears you've kind of you come back a lot confident or because you took that courageous step of getting on the train and doing that thing yeah and think, you know it's different for everybody but 
it's just taking that little step, isn't it? Being courageous. Yeah. I think definitely you just not work out as such, not work out exactly, but just doing something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable or something which you look at other people and you're like, oh, I wish I could do that and just do a micro version of it. Absolutely. Like for me recent, recently, like posting on Instagram has been like, posting on instagram like that i'm streaming and stuff is uh, some reason i always get like really nervous when i post on instagram because it's like a certain like a, like i'm always like oh what do people think and stuff like that but now i'm just sort of like i put it's my like it is your instagram for a reason like it's your account you get the post what you want and stuff like that if people follow you and they're not your type of people then that's their problem not yours the biggest bit of advice i can do give for that is what is your nature for your post? Are you trying to help somebody? Are you trying to entertain somebody? If you are, then what does it matter who doesn't like it? Think of that person who will like it and then write for them. You know, instead yeah. of thinking of the person who's going to scrutinize, oh man, little Johnny or whatever it is, they're going to, they'll think this and they'll think that. Stop thinking about that person. They don't care about you anyway. If they're going to scrutinize, they don't care about you. However, little Jessica over there might want your help. Just tell them, write for her and it won't help her. I was going to say something that really helped, like sort of really helped me in terms of just getting over the initial thing and just doing it. It's sort of thinking of someone who already, if you have someone in your life who is already like, re, is already like really enjoys what you do and stuff like that, just think of them and be like, okay, what would they enjoy? What would they enjoy? Or if you don't, or if you do and they're not like the, the type of people who you really want, think of like an ideal person who, what is your ideal viewer? What is the person, like who is the person who will look at your stuff and go and tell all their friends who who is that type of person and just build up a mental image of them you can even give them a name you can even personify them write it out write out that your character is someone called andrew and he lives and this is how old he is this is what he does for a job this is how he feels this is what he wants and stuff like that and just have that image of who that is going to be and then just make everything with him in mind and only him in mind because even though like he might be fictional, he might not even be real. A lot of people will resonate with certain things, which Andrew, our, our fictional character also feels. And then from there, that's when you get that sort of community of people who like your stuff. Aaron, that was an amazing podcast, amazing insights. Um, you know, that was fantastic. I hope a lot of people took some value from that. I'm sure a lot of people can watch this, listen to it and be hugely, hugely inspired. So thank you for your time today. Thank you. No problem. I really enjoyed it. Streaming. Thank you very much. I should catch up with you later. Thank, thank you, Aaron. You. See you then. So thanks for listening today. I really do appreciate it. If you'd like more daily insights, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. The links are in the show notes. If you want to jump on my weekly emails, you can, for again, follow another link in the show notes and subscribe to my emails. But if you really want to step it up and you want to work with me directly, all you need to do is just follow the link in the show notes and I'll jump on a free strategy call with you. So thank you for being here. And just remember this, everything that's happened so far in your life has been perfect. Now it's time to use these experiences and unleash your genius.